In today's episode, I will introduce you to the wonderful new application called Microsoft Lists. You're listening to the SharePoint Maven podcast with Greg Zelfon, bringing you proven practical tips every week on how to correctly set up and adapt to SharePoint and Microsoft 365. If you have questions, Greg has the answers. And now, here's your host, Greg Zelfon. Hello again, this is Greg Zalfand from SharePoint Maven, and welcome to episode number 75 of the SharePoint Maven podcast. So today I want to introduce you to the application that actually has been around for a while. Uh, we got it in the summer of 2020. The application is called Microsoft List. When we think about SharePoint and uh, all of its wonderful features, we of course Think about uh, document management and uh, you know file management capabilities, uh, maybe SharePoint pages, SharePoint sites. But there is another feature that uh, SharePoint has, uh, another huge capability that SharePoint has and handles, and that is the ability to create, store, and organize lists. Now, by lists, I mean uh, the data that you typically would store in Excel rows and columns of information. Uh, think about lists of clients, all right? Uh, think about list of contacts, uh, list of tasks, right? Typically, you would store such information uh, in Excel and, you know, have columns, right, with all the headings, and then, of course, rows for the actual data, for the actual information. Lists allow you to uh, store and organize this information, not in Excel, but rather uh, on a SharePoint site, essentially in a web-based format. Now, as I mentioned earlier, uh, we got Microsoft List application uh, in the Office 365 uh, back in uh, the summer of 2020. However, in reality, lists are nothing new, all right? We had lists forever. Uh, we had lists uh, in uh, all the versions of SharePoint. So for those of you who uh, used uh, SharePoint in the past, you probably remember that uh, we could create lists uh, for contacts, you know, tasks, uh, issues log. Uh, we had those uh, capabilities uh, in much older versions of SharePoint. So in the past, if you needed to create a list of data, let's say a list of contacts uh, or a list of uh, issues, uh, there were dedicated web parts uh, built in uh, into SharePoint. So you typically would select a SharePoint site and there were once again dedicated uh, web parts available. We uh, had a contacts web part, we had an uh, issues log web part, a task list uh, web part, a custom list web part, which pretty much allowed you to build uh, any uh, columns you desired. Uh, we also had uh, links web part as well. So long story short, uh, this is nothing new. We had this capability forever. However, this capability was kind of hidden uh, on a SharePoint site, uh, right? Uh, obviously, when you created a site, the first thing you would typically do, uh, you know, would be upload documents to the document library. But if you needed to create uh, a list of data, you uh, kind of had to be a power user. You had to go behind the scenes, uh, add that web part, uh, you know, obviously add it to the site, uh, add it uh, to the page, uh, add all the columns, you know, build the views, et cetera. And obviously, uh, in order to uh, build that list, you had to pick a site, right? So you first had to navigate once again to the SharePoint site, and then uh, that list, uh, just like a library uh, of documents, uh, would reside on a given site. 
uh, and obviously honor the you know security uh, permissions of the type. So with the Microsoft List application, essentially what uh, Microsoft did, they created an application within Office 365. Uh, all right, uh, it's just another application, just like OneDrive, SharePoint, and uh, uh, Outlook, etc. Um, and essentially, the purpose of this application uh, is to aggregate all those separate lists from all these different SharePoint sites in one place. So it's almost like your OneDrive, right? When you click on OneDrive, and essentially OneDrive uh, is uh, your dedicated, you know, private space in the cloud where you store and organize your personal files that you typically uh, do not want the others to see, unless of course you share with others. Uh, but essentially, OneDrive allows you to view your own files. But in addition to that, OneDrive also allows you to, uh, you know, surface up and access document libraries that reside on SharePoint sites, on other SharePoint sites. Uh, essentially, OneDrive is almost like uh, a catch-all, you know, place, right, where you can access all the different documents, whether they're personal or whether then they are residing on various SharePoint sites. So the idea behind Microsoft Lists is essentially the same. By clicking on Microsoft Lists, you get to see all the different lists that reside on all the different sites. Essentially, it just brings it all together into uh, a single place. That's all it is, all right? You can still uh, access the information, access those lists uh, by going to each and every dedicated site. But if you click on Microsoft Lists, you will see all the different lists that um, you created or your colleagues created. Essentially, all the lists you have access to from all the different sites uh, that, once again, you have access to as well. So now when you want to create uh, a new list you know, to capture data, let's say uh, capture a list of addresses, for example, right, contacts or maybe an issues log, um, you have a choice. You can either navigate to uh, a specific SharePoint site and create a list from there. And of course, uh, the list will inherit the permissions of the site. Or you can navigate to Microsoft Lists. Now, when you create a new list from Microsoft Lists, it will ask you where you want the list to be stored. All right, it, the list does not uh, still does not um, you know end up somewhere in space. When you create a new list, it's actually prompting you to choose a site, a SharePoint site where the list will reside. So essentially, it's pretty much just the interface, all right? Uh, doesn't really matter how you create it. You can, once again, you can go to the SharePoint site. You can start creating the list from, uh, you know, the Microsoft List app, but uh, the result is the same, all right? Uh, it will still be stored and accessible from the SharePoint site. Now that I explained to you what Microsoft Lists are all about, I would like to talk uh, to you about and explain some uh, advantages, some additional features and capabilities of Microsoft Lists. The first one is the ability to create personal lists. And actually, uh, this is something new. We, we never really had the capability, uh, just like I told you, uh, when you created uh, a list in the past, uh, right? You obviously had to navigate to a SharePoint site, uh, and uh, that's where the list ultimately uh, you know, would reside. Now, when you go to Microsoft List application, uh, it will prompt you, to, it will ask you where you want uh, the list uh, to reside, and it will either ask you to, uh, you know, to choose a specific SharePoint site, or you now have the ability to create personal lists. And personal lists are the li uh, lists that essentially are personal to you, 
and they are not uh, residing on SharePoint site, right? Because obviously SharePoint sites are uh, accessible by others. They actually end up on the OneDrive, right? When you choose in a personal list, right? When you try to create a new list from uh, the list app uh, and you choose personal list, it will be stored on OneDrive. Now you cannot access it through OneDrive app, all right? Uh, through OneDrive app, you can only access documents, your personal documents, you know, documents res reside in another site. Uh, physically behind the scenes, it resides on OneDrive app, uh, but um, you, you know, you, you will not be able, uh, very important to note, you will not be able to uh, access those lists uh, through the OneDrive app. You will only be able to create them and access through the list app. One other feature that is uh, worth noting uh, is that uh, lists now integrate with other Microsoft 365 applications. Uh, and this was not a result of uh, the uh, development, I guess, and the release of Microsoft List application. It was actually the result of modernization of uh, lists. Uh, if you recall, for those of you who used all the versions of SharePoint, if you recall, we had this uh, you know, uh, you know the whole SharePoint and the lists um, uh, had this you know pretty outdated look and feel. We now call it a classic um, you know look and feel, I guess. Uh, but over the years, Microsoft uh, obviously modernized the list. We now have this you know modern look, uh, modern and fresh look and feel. And with that, we now also have the the ability to integrate with other applications within uh, Microsoft 365. Lists uh, now uh, integrate with Power Automate, so you can uh, store the data in a list and then have some sort of work workflow around it. Uh, lists also integrate with uh, Power Apps, all right? So you can obviously, if you're into development, custom development, you uh, can store data in, in a list, but then, you know, create, uh, you know, different interfaces through the Power Apps application. Another feature that we now have on lists, which I actually love, is the ability to easily share lists, all right? Um, once again, say you have a list of, um, I don't know, contacts or clients or tasks, all right? It could be even a list of tasks uh, or a checklist. Uh, and let's say, obviously, it resides on the SharePoint site. Let's say you want to have this list available to a few, uh, you know, people in your organization, but you don't want uh, to give those people access to the whole site, all right? Because you might have other stuff like uh, document libraries, uh, maybe some other lists you only want to share that uh, specific list. Well, guess what? It's now very, very easy. It was possible in the past. You had to break inheritance uh, between a list and a site and uh, had to do it behind the scenes. Uh, you needed to have PhD in SharePoint to do that. Well, now uh, it's as easy as just clicking the share button, all right? So the whole list now has the share button. And by clicking that, you can uh, specify what kind of permission you want uh, to give uh, to other users. And when you share a list, the recipient will have access just to that list, all right? They will never gain access to anything else on the site, which is pretty cool. And what's cool about that as well is that uh, you can also specify, once again, you can uh, give the recipient the ability to edit your list, or maybe you can give the, uh, them the ability to just read, uh, essentially, and, uh, and nothing else. Finally, uh, we also now have uh, the mobile app. All right, just like uh, the rest of the applications within Microsoft 365 ecosystem, pretty much most of the applications have uh, some sort of mobile uh, application. Uh, we also have the mobile app for the list. So what that means is, of course, that you can uh, now take information uh, on the road. 
uh, and access the, the lists and all the information um, uh, from your phone. Now, there is a lot more that I really want to talk to you about Microsoft Lists. Uh, there are all these different templates that exist now in the Microsoft Lists application. There are many, many different ways uh, to create a new list, but this is probably a topic for another episode. But for now, I just want to encourage you to uh, go ahead and check out this wonderful application if you haven't already and start creating new lists. Uh, check it out, check out all the different capabilities that exist. Uh, you will love it. So I think that's all I wanted uh, to talk to you about today. Uh, once again, thanks a lot for listening. As always, feel free to check out my website, my blog, SharePointMaven.com, and talk to you next week. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the SharePoint Maven podcast with Greg Zelfond. If you enjoyed this episode, please head over to the Apple Podcast app, leave a review, and don't forget to subscribe. Thank you.